Safety concerns at city parks. What's being done to make sure these public areas are safe for the summer after months of complaints. And no cooler today, even with more clouds. Austin's high hit 105 again. Your first warning forecast is coming up. Plus, Texas no longer in the top five states for business. A look at the study's reasoning and what the governor's office is saying about it. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Daniel Marin. And I'm Avery Travis in for Britt Moreno. Problems with drugs and homeless camps continue to plague a popular East Austin park. People living nearby tell us they don't feel safe and they want something done. It's the same thing they told us months ago. And they tell us since then the problem is getting worse and they're losing faith in the city and those in power to do something about it. Nabil Ramadna has the story. Living across the street from Park Zaragoza. This has always been safe out here. Has become a problem for Kathy DeLeon. Now she has to use locks like these. Yeah, that's one of them. And I always put a chain around it. And I, don't, I hate that we have to do that. Residents living nearby say this is a park they used to like spending time in. But now with homeless camps popping up, they say they're concerned. A lot of homeless people, a lot of drug use. Uh, around the clock. Others who live nearby who didn't want us to show their faces say they're upset with city leaders and the parks department. Where do we turn? Where does the community turn to? Who, who's in charge here? In May, the city parks department told us the camps in the park have been cleared up multiple times over the last year and a half. Doesn't seem like it's the the government is doing what's in the best interest of the community. It almost feels like they've kind of got the homelessness populations back, but then it's like, well, what about our homes and what about our families and what about our parks? The city's park department says it's aware of the problem and on top of paying for an officer to be on site, it's installing cameras and making lighting improvements. But for now, more people are moving in. The encampment is just growing by the day. They clean it up. They take all the trash out that they leave behind and then it comes back. Drug use and trash are concerns and so is public safety. Usually, you know, there will be encounters in terms of people just kind of coming up and seeming like they're probably intoxicated on one thing or another. And now De Leon and others are pleading that something gets done. It's just going to continue to be a, a place where, you know, people get high and sell drugs and and create chaos. We've had to lock up a lot of stuff and we never had to before. Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. Nabil, thank you. APD tells us they've directed patrols in the area and are constantly alerted to potential problems. When asked what officers are encountering when they're at the park, we were told, quote, for the most part, officers encounter families enjoying time at the park. They also see people exercising and playing with their friends and loved ones. And the Austin Police Department and the Parks and Rec Department used to have a dashboard that tracked crime at city parks. Now, we noticed it hadn't really been updated since November of last year. Parks and Rec says the dashboard was run by a temporary staffer who has since left. Now to the severe weather impacting millions of Americans today. Heavy rain is fueling flash flooding in New England and hitting states like Vermont hard. This video in Montpelier, Vermont, take a look at that. You can see it there. President Biden has actually issued a state of emergency in that part of the state. Floods are impacting Oklahoma too. Take a look at this. This entire ballpark east of Oklahoma City is underwater. It looks just like a lake almost there. The National Weather Service has issued a flood warning there that lasts through midnight. And here in Texas, it is hot out there and dry, so much so that Hayes County reinstated its burn ban today. The ban will be in place for 90 days and will then be reevaluated. This comes after a brush fire near Hilliard Road burned 55 acres over the weekend. 
Caldwell County also reinstated its ban today. This is that time of year when we start to have to be really careful, right, David? Right. Of what's going on, burning, fireworks, things that could start a blaze. 100%. This makes five total local counties that are now under burn bans. We have that list on KXAN.com. The hot, dry weather certainly not helping things out there today. Look at this. Temperatures are way over 100 out in the hill country. 106 on Lake Marble Falls from our River City Highland Furniture Center camera. 104 degrees up the road in Burnett. 102 in Austin. Now, it is a brutally hot afternoon. Afternoon, but if you compare where we are now to where we were yesterday, Austin, a few degrees cooler. San Saba, seven degrees more tolerable. This is happening as an increase in cloud cover has come in at times today. We did have a little rain shower teasing us coming in from the north. As promised, though, it did not deliver any rain. Just a few mid and high level clouds here locally. So the stagnant July weather pattern continues. Coming up, I'll show you record highs with the hottest weather still to come and also wind temperatures really spike over the next couple of weeks. David, thanks for tracking it for us. President Biden is in Europe meeting with NATO members at a critical time for the alliance and for the war in Ukraine. NATO is getting a boost with Finland joining and Sweden on the verge of it. But as NBC's Bree Jackson reports, the future of Ukraine's membership remains up in the air. President Biden touting a historic moment as NATO welcomes newest member Finland and the backing of Sweden's bid. The president also thanking his Turkish counterpart for dropping his opposition to the latter. Their sit down follows the White House's decision to transfer F-16 fighter jets to Turkey despite some congressional disapproval. It's in the interest of the United States. It's in the interest of the NATO alliance uh, for Turkey to get these planes. This two-day summit in Lithuania gives the administration opportunities to strengthen ties within the alliance. Going forward, we have a real chance to bring Turkey closer to us economically, politically, and militarily. The war in Ukraine is top of mind at this NATO gathering, as is the path for Ukraine's membership. We will issue an invitation for Ukraine to join NATO when allies agree and conditions are met. During the flag ceremony, President Zelensky continued his call to join. This comes just hours after he voiced frustration with the alliance on Twitter blasting the lack of a timetable for an invite for his country, stating uncertainty is weakness. NATO allies stress their support for Ukraine remains strong. Our only answer is that we need to stand by Ukraine for as long as it takes. A message President Biden is expected to reaffirm when he meets with Zelensky tomorrow. In Washington, Bree Jackson, NBC News. CNBC's list of top states for business is out today, and Texas is no longer in the top five for the first time in the report's history. And there are a handful of reasons why. Now, first up, infrastructure is the main problem, according to the study, especially the power grid. Texans are enduring nearly 20 hours without electricity per year. That's the third worst in the nation. The state's water utilities also need more than $61 billion in repairs over the next 20 years. Now, the study says Texas finishes dead last in life, health, and inclusion. Healthcare in the state is poor, ranking number 50 for clinical care. No state has a greater percentage of residents without health insurance. Also, violent crime is on the rise, jumping about 10% between 2018 and 2021, according to FBI statistics. The study also cites recent laws regarding LGBTQ plus rights. The state has also outlawed diversity, equity and inclusion officers at state funded colleges and universities. And then there is the state's ban on abortion. 
Texas also dropped to number 35 for education from number 21 in 2022. And per student spending is among the nation's lowest. And K-12 test scores are also lagging. But the rankings show that Texas is still a powerhouse. It still has the second best economy, ranking after Florida. Jobs grew by 4% year over year from 2022, more than any other state. Now, we did ask Governor Greg Abbott about if he had a response to this study. A statement from his office reads in part, quote, People and businesses vote with their feet, and continually they are choosing to move to Texas more than any other state in the country. Adding that, quote, Texas is the economic engine of the nation, leading the nation in job creation. A biotechnology entrepreneur convicted of defrauding investors will spend less time behind bars than anticipated. How much time is cut off of Elizabeth Holmes' sentence in a Texas prison? Plus, a vote for the property tax relief plan could come as soon as tomorrow at the Texas Capitol. Why, there's some doubt behind it. Plus, just how many Austin ISD teachers have to pay back the district thousands of dollars? Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of the blood testing lab Theranos, appears to have had her prison sentence shortened. Holmes reported to federal prison camp in Bryan, Texas on May 30th to begin serving an 11-year and three-month sentence for her role in wire fraud at Theranos. But an update to her inmate details on the website of the Bureau of Prisons listed her expected release date now as December, of 20, uh, December 29th, 2032. That means she would be released roughly two years ahead of schedule. That release date was confirmed by a spokesperson with the Bureau. And in Pennsylvania, the manhunt for a prison escapee, Michael Burham, continues. Pennsylvania Crime Stoppers has offered a $10,000 reward for Burham. He escaped from the Warren County Prison by climbing on exercise equipment and using bed sheets to escape through a window. He's charged with a homicide in New York, as well as kidnapping a Pennsylvania couple. Investigators now believe Burham is getting help after his escape. He is considered armed and dangerous. More than 150 law enforcement officers are involved in the manhunt, along with the U.S. Marshal Service. No measurable rainfall today at Camp Mabry as an unusually dry July continues. Only three hundredths of an inch of rain all month so far in the city. We're looking in your seven-day forecast and even beyond for any rain coming next. Texas lawmakers are expected to vote on a record property tax relief plan as soon as tomorrow. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick says he's confident Texas voters will say yes to the plans in a constitutional amendment election later this year. But Capitol correspondent Ryan Chandler found there is some skepticism. It's a long road. Uh, we went into the second overtime period. But the truth is, Ryan, no one really has ever done an $18 billion package in the history of the world that I know for property taxes. And Lieutenant sure. Governor Dan Patrick confident Texans will vote to approve a tax cut this November. It will take effect this year. They will get mm -hmm. the savings this year of $1,250 to $1,450. The sweeping amendment coming to your ballot will cut taxes for homeowners and business properties. Today, some Democratic lawmakers were skeptical about who doesn't benefit. I think it would be helpful for the membership just to know, you know the impact on different population groups by, by income. Renters will see no direct benefit, but supporters hope the free market will force landlords to pass down the savings. As taxes have gone up, they've had to increase rent to be able to pay those taxes. Well, now we're providing that type of relief, which will then get passed on to renters. Another $12 billion is already allocated to reduce school district tax rates. The challenge now 
is funding that commitment in the future. With that $12 billion for school districts, your message to them is you can rely on the state of Texas to fulfill that in perpetuity. The compression uh, is not uh, a guarantee like the Homestead exemption because uh, if, if our sales tax decline in one year, you could always have an offset in any, you know, if you have, as, as I said two years ago or four years ago, if you have a black swan event that we never predict, like we had COVID, um, things can happen. Ryan Chandler, KXAN News. A proposal for teacher pay raises was left out of the plan. Lieutenant Governor Patrick said he expects that issue and school choice legislation to be considered in October in another special session. Well, tonight we know how many Austin ISD teachers will need to pay back money to the school district. KXN investigator Kelly Wiley has been digging into this overpayment error with retention bonuses at AISD. We're now learning at least 800 employees received up to $2,000 bonuses that they will have to pay back. The district blamed a processing error, saying the bonus was meant for only new hires, taking on roles that are harder to staff. Workers can pay back the two grand in one lump sum or pay over four payment periods. Uh, checking in with David again, and uh, don't know what else to say, David. <laughs> it's hot out there. I know. I was thinking, should I like speak a different language or something? So I, I keep, keep it interesting. Hot. Yeah. That's right. Uh, temperatures today, guys, were remarkable again. This was another 10 degree warmer than normal day. This is a big deal because yeah, it's always hot here in July, but it's not supposed to be this hot. July heat is stacking up now with a high of 105 in the books to the third hottest start to July in Austin record-keeping history. We've got about 125 Julys in the books. July 1 through 11 temperatures day and night averaging out to 88.9 degrees at Camp Mabry. For a little perspective, that is a four-degree fever compared to normal. Temperatures still in the triple digits. They will be through about 8 p.m. like last night. Mostly cloudy skies really did not hold temperatures back at all today in Austin. It's 102 in the city. Feels like 109. Some of the highest heat index values. This is the feels like temperature happening right now that we've seen all day. Feels like 113 in San Marcos. 114 the heat index in Lockhart. This is why a heat advisory continues through 9 p.m. tomorrow night for heat indices up to 112 in many areas. This is no doubt going to be extended through the end of the week, even through the weekend, and probably through all of next week. Interestingly, we even have parts of New Mexico under the heat advisory, much of the southern plains, including basically all of Texas, painted orange tonight. We are still under the influence of the heat ridge, which is sitting to our west. As our models predicted last night, those North Texas storms just teased us with some cloud cover, but no rain delivered here. And tomorrow, that rain chance drops even lower than it was today. The heat ridge over the next few days will actually be growing and intensifying, but also moving west. Now, we'll still be under the influence of it, keeping us really hot and dry. But thank goodness this isn't happening here. You saw that extra bubble of bright red pop up over the desert southwest by this weekend. That is a rare thing called a 600 decameter ridge. Translation into English, really strong high pressure producing potentially all-time record highs in places like Vegas, a place that's always hot, right? Next week, the high pressure actually pulls back more so overhead, weakens slightly. This translates to really stagnant weather locally and really hot weather for at least the next week, probably more. 105s through the work week in Austin, 106s in Austin this weekend. Really no changes early next week as temperatures are supposed to be in the mid-90s this time of the year. Heat safety really important through the week and beyond. Drink water, rest in the shade if you're exercising early in the morning. Keep your pets indoors in the AC. When you do take your dog out 
up for a walk or to go to the bathroom. Be really mindful of hot pavement. Days like this, the pavement can be 165, which will burn their paws in less than a minute. We also always want to remind you to check your back seat, look before you lock, and never leave an unattended pet or child in a hot car. Also really important to remember this, our summer fan drive ramping up. You can scan the QR code or go to kxan.com slash simplehealth, make a donation at the website or at the QR code now, or join us in person. Several drop-offs all across town this Friday. We will all be out there, and I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for your help. In the tropics, no action coming our way anytime soon. We do have one disturbance hundreds of miles off the east coast. 50% chance of either a tropical system or a subtropical system developing. Either way, it is not coming toward the U.S. Tonight's forecast, we may tie another record warm low, no cooler than 79. Tomorrow, more sun than today, breezy winds, and very hot weather at 105. A couple of these overnight lows could be another record warm night through the work week. This coming weekend, we actually may set a record high, which is hard to do in July on Sunday at 106. Still no rain in the forecast for the next one to two weeks. Heads up for Amazon Prime Day shoppers. What you should know about spotting fake reviews before buying something. Well, it's Amazon Prime Day and the annual sales event runs through tomorrow. As you may know, they offer some pretty deep discounts on thousands of products. But if you read the reviews to decide whether or not to buy something, you definitely want to watch out for fake ones. Connecticut Senator Richard Blumenthal has spoken out about this, saying as many as 40% of online reviews are fake. Amazon says it uses AI technology to hunt for fake reviews, and it says it blocked 200 million last year alone. FakeSpot says certain products like USB cables tend to be targets. Also, keep a watch out for this. If there's a sudden burst of reviews on a particular item, good or bad, it's probably fake. Clemson University is the latest school to no longer allow TikTok to be accessed on its campus network. The university says the decision was made in order to, quote, protect the integrity of information and resources connected to the Clemson network. Now, the university says faculty, staff, students, and visitors can still access TikTok on their personal devices through their private carrier data networks. If you remember, UT Austin blocked access to TikTok back in January. Tonight on KXAN, it's America's Got Talent at 7 and then Hot Wheels at 9 before KXAN News back at 10. Or you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on the CW Austin. Here is where to find us. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.